Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights here with Rich Klein. We're going to talk about big news at the National for next year and the following years with a change of management that many see as new energy, perhaps. Rich has got his take on it, but thanks first sponsors, pretty much all of whom were at the National. Tops Panini, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Sons Scott Auctions, definitely them. Mike Stadium Sport Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. I did not see Mike Fruitman there. Mike Fruitman got sick during the event. He okay. posted on Facebook that he was drinking lots of Gatorade in his hotel room. Sam made the show. That was a disappointment, but other than that, it was really good. But Rich, you're more of an East Coaster. These are three guys from the East Coast that are taking over from the Burkus family and the Brogy family, who are East and West Coast. And I think it's positive. John and his family and the late Mike Burkus, who you dealt with a lot more than I did, but I dealt with him too. I think they did an amazing job for these 20 years. When the hobby is going through a decline phase, they stabilized and kept the national strong for 20 years. And then as it started moving, they moved forward with it. So we have to give them a lot of props for doing a really good job on keeping it moving forward. Because it's not always easy to move things forward when things aren't going on a steady upward trajectory. In the history of this, Rich, is it true that the first 10 years or so were the local promoter, and then the next 10 years were kind of Smith Buckland, this professional management group, and the next 20 years have been Mike Burkus, Brogy, and then with Brogy, and now this is another changing of the guard. Is that true? You're right. 80 to 91 were the local promoters. I think Smith Buckland was like 92 to 94, 95, maybe even 96. If you remember, the National had a near-death experience before the 97 show. Yeah. And there had to be some immediate infusion of capital to make sure we had a show that year. Then that group kept it going until the Brogy Burkis group took it in 2002. The group led by Joe Drellick and Jimmy Ryan, I don't remember the third gentleman's name, but they're all East Coast promoters. Joe, by the way, at one point was actually a regional correspondent of ours. And we have a long relationship corporately with Joe Drellick. Jimmy Ryan took over the Gloria Rothstein shows. He bought it from Dean Rothstein and he rescued those shows. Jimmy and his team have really pushed that New York area forward again. They do both big and small shows. And the gentleman in Philly does shows too. I'm happy the Nationals going to people with hobby backgrounds who know how to run big shows. I think that's critical because in this era now of big money coming into the hobby and people throwing their weight around with big fat wallets and venture capital and private equity people. These are three guys that are guys like us that are in the hobby, understand the hobby, and are going to bring some new energy and have the experience of being seasoned show promoters of really major shows. So these are the major regional shows. CSA, he took the Chantilly show. I believe he, Jimmy does the East Coast National. He does small shows too, but he does the East Coast National. The old Willow Grove show is done by, I believe, Joe's group. But Joe at one point was also doing a small Parsippany show. He brought that back for a short time. So he's actually done a small show too. When you have people who've done both big and small shows, they know what it's like to work closely with the dealers and to work, as you said, work closely with the corporates that you need nowadays in the big show. Do you think Kyle Robertson got a chance to bid? I'm not sure. Kyle stood his way and I'm wondering if he even had a shot at it or whether there were three bidders. The pedigree of the three that were chosen is strong. 
Do you think John Brogy was ready to retire, the dad? I think part of him wants to keep going, and I think part of him is ready to retire. I think young John, he's not so young anymore, but young John would have done just fine. Just like Berkus did, it would have passed to his son. Young John would have done just fine running the show. There would have been some changes, but just like when you sold your company, sometimes you have to take a step back to realize you have to take a step forward. And the National Dealer Board, which made that decision, they probably wanted something a little bit different. Not that anybody did anything wrong. That's one thing we have to stress. The people who have been running the National, the Berkuses, the Brogies, they really did a really good job. They just wanted to see if something else was going to happen. And it happens in business. It's not an easy business to run. I don't know that it's a 24-7, 365 thing, but there's so many constituencies and so many ways to stumble that you really need to understand the industry. And I think those guys did. And I agree, they, they handled it well. But if it's not a full-time job year-round, then the best person already has a staff to amortize some of those expenses and to have the learning experiences of the other big shows that they're doing. John Durham's store just about once a week when he was getting ready to run the national, we back things around. And I'm not the only one he did that with. So I don't yeah. want to say it was just me. We talk about things all the time. And he had two very nice young ladies working there basically for the year on a contract. And you remember the 88 Atlantic City National? It wasn't a bad show. It wasn't a great show, but it wasn't a bad show. And he did as well as he could since the big Promise Convention Center never got there on time. So he had to deal with a substandard convention center. But he did fine. But it was such a jump from him. He was running a 50-table show. It has for Heights, New Jersey. He had never really run a 400-table show before. Going from 50 to 400 is mock speed. My friend Mike Gordon, it was the same thing. He went from 50 tables, and even though he had help from some really hobby big shots, it was 50 to 400 tables. It was huge. And it's such a difference. And remember, in those days, they weren't corporates. It was just a deal. And it was still huge at the time. What do you make of the fact that these three guys are East Coasters and that none of the mention of nationals going forward of sites involve anything west of the Mississippi? I think they haven't looked that far yet. I will say I'll be very interested. Rob Virus is doing a big show in Burbank at the end of August. I want to see that show be a bomb. When I say a bomb, meaning in a good sense. Not, not a bomb being bad, but like the bomb, like the thing. Because if it is, then we can prove that the West Coast can handle a huge show. And if the West Coast can handle a huge show, then we can start saying we need to get there. Because we haven't been on the West Coast since 2006 for the National. We need to get there. But the venue Rob has is a convention center in Burbank. Probably the biggest one in Burbank, but it's not big enough for the Nationals. The venue is a 400-table show done. Then we have to see what we can do for Anaheim. And as I always told people when Mike Burkus was living, Mike Burkus lived in Anaheim. Don't you think he wanted to have a show in his hometown? Don't think that he didn't want the 10-minute drive to the show each day or he could have stayed at the hotel? Don't you think he really would have liked that instead of having to fly across country every year? I hope it moves around. And Atlantic City this year certainly was not bad. It was good. There were some issues. You and I don't do comps on the floor, so we don't really need our cell phones other other than to talk to people. I wanted to look one thing up, and I couldn't. One thing in five days. I, I had poor service to where I couldn't get anything. All these people are requiring all kinds of access to the internet, including cellular and wife. And it's just difficult. You got all these people in one spot. So anyway, do you think there's any severance pay for John Brogy or was it I just a so. contract? I, I think the severance pay is next year's national. I know, but when somebody is a lame duck, they buy them out of that next year, but maybe not this time. You think these three amigos 
or Joe and Jimmy and Brian is the other guy? I think so. I'm not, I'll look it up. Are they going to just shadow the team this next year and track it so they'll be ready to lock and load the following year? If they're smart, they will. If they're even smarter, they'll keep my dear friend Megan Brogy as the dealer liaison. I call her St. Megan because I've never heard a dealer say a bad word about her. And we dealers can be the nastiest people on the planet. And if none of us say anything bad about her, that tells me how good she really is. I walked up and she answered my question before I asked it. (laughs) She just handed over some stuff to me and said, here, this is for you. Thank you very much. And I went, yes, that's exactly what I wanted. So that was great. So we need more people that can read our minds. She's very good at that. But like last year, when I did go, and thankfully, I survived without getting the virus last year. But she looks at me and she says, I didn't think you were coming. No, I came. So she couldn't quite read everybody's mind. But one of the things, and the reason, talking about her specifically for another reason too. When Dean, who was Nick and Debbie Redwine's lawyer, bought Nick's, the first thing he did is he kept Nick and Debbie for 90 days to transition. They were also friends, so it helped. And you could see during the 90 days of transition, Nick doing the victory tour and the first few days he was really running things. By the last few days, he was just like, hi, yeah, I'm glad you came to see me, Rich. Yeah, let's just chat for a few minutes. And he didn't even feel like any pressure. It was like Dean figured out how to order the new stuff. They worked with him on that. And the other thing Dean did, he kept the staff from the store as it was. So even though the store moved three doors down eventually to a beautiful newer building, so to speak, within the same strip mall, you were still greeted the same way when you came in the door. And and that's why when you do a change like this, you keep some of the personnel just because you want the continuity. With the triple cards and Al sold to Lawrence. Al sold to Lawrence. And then Lawrence now has expanded to three shops. Three shops. But did actually the guy who used to work with Al is working for triple again. That's what I'm saying. Because it's hard to just know for me in the company. Once you have somebody good, you just want to keep them. <laughs> you want to keep them enjoying their job and doing good work. And I popped in on I the- never, since we're talking about triple and we're talking about this guy, Chris, who worked with Al. And one thing Lawrence did, and he posted on Facebook, he didn't really make a big thing out of it. But he knows Chris is from Cincinnati. He's a huge Bengals fan. Do you know he sent him to the Super Bowl this year? Awesome. Nice and so I asked him what strings he had to pull. He pulled out his American Express plant card. He said, that's the string I had to pull. <laughs> and he posted about how thrilled he was to send a really good employee to something he knew he really wanted to go to. And so major props to Lawrence on that. Well, you got to be doing something right when you're going from one shop to three shops and hats off. To them. And he's actually involved in a fourth shop that you need to go oh. visit. Okay. It's a place called The Beast. It's on the southeast corner of Preston and 121. It's what the prototypical modern store is going oh, to Oh, yeah. I was told about that. But I thought the beast was locked up in Mike Moynihan. It's a different beast. This is a visitable beast. I heard about that from somebody. And maybe it was Brad Bethune maybe told me that. I took, took Brad there. It's, it, so I, that, when we had lunch that's a I fourth one? There. That's a fourth one? Yeah, Lawrence is involved in that. Okay. The guy who had been managing the Triple Cards Plano store is now a part owner, and basically the day-to-day manager at that store. Let's end this on the note that it's really important to have people that understand the hobby in your business. When the boss understands the hobby, that's really important too. And they have to have a good business sense. It's and I think about if you too much reflect, the national fit all the Exactly. Because if they just love the hobby, but they don't have the business sense, or if they have business sense, but they don't understand the hobby, they can mess up. So I'm hopeful it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to 
working with them. Like I said, Megan's not there. Who's going to read my mind next year? I may <laughs> have to just ask my question of the person there. Hopefully they'll either recognize me or whatever. <laughs> I'm sure at least Joe will recognize you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Holy great. You were missed there, Rich. And I'm that was sorry, great. but I went for a legitimate, as you said, health yeah. being a good husband. I chose yeah. not to go, especially when the doctor told me not to go because of my wife's COVID. Yeah. But thankfully, she began her first day of her new position yesterday. We both look forward to going to the National next year. It's yes. 360 days or whatever it is. And, yes. uh, and shaking the Brogy's hand and Dan Burkus and uh, welcoming Joe and Jimmy and Brian, because hopefully it's onward and upward. Exactly. Hopefully we'll still see the Brogy and, and the Burkuses too. I didn't see them this time. I didn't get around. Anyway, thanks, Rich. Thanks, everybody. Looking forward to future nationals. They've been in good hands and they'll continue to be in good hands. Make your plans for next year. I have the dates. It's last weekend in July. I will be there. Hope to see you there. Hope to see Rich there too. So thanks, everybody. And see you tomorrow. Just wait.